going to be learning the first Sikha Parashasvayigash, and we're going to be using the translation into Lashna Kaidish. Um, this week's Parsha starts off with Yehuda approaching Yosef and demanding Biyamin's release. And uh, Yosef finally reveals himself to his brothers and tells them, Ani Yosef I am Yosef and my father is still alive. So we're going to be discussing what exactly was this question, does Yosef not know? That Yaakov was alive. So let's read it inside. Aleph. We spoke already many times that Rashi, in his Pirish on the Torah, removes all questions that will uh, arise when learning the simple pshat of the and in the situations where Rashi does not answer this basic question on the Pasuk, it's either because he already hinted to this answer, or gave an answer for this idea earlier, or it's not a question when you're learning Pshat. Meaning, if you're learning the Pshat, understanding the context of the Psukim, you realize the, the answer doesn't even begin. Uh, and the question might only be relevant if you're learning Alpi Medrash or Alpi Purusha HaTayra, but if you're reading the text well, understanding just what the Torah is saying, that question will not arise. So the Fiza Tzarch Lohavim Parshaseinu. Besipur Oides Hisvadut Yosef La'achiv Shakasim Nesapur Sha'amal Ham Yosef Ani Yosef Ha'ida Vichai Oidem Yat Mia Kvisha Achin Huksha Kama Mepharshi HaTayra. So according to this, we need to understand in our parsha. The ta- parsha tells us how Yosef reveals his identity to his brothers, and the pasuk tells us, "Ani Yosef So right when he says this, there's a very strong question, and Taka many of the Mepharshim ask this question. He says, was not the entire parsha until this point the words, the speech of Yehuda to Yosef telling him how my father Yaakov does not want to send Binyamin to Mitzrayim. And there was a, this fear that if Binyamin leaves his father, then Yaakov will die. And as Yehuda says, that he was afraid that if Yosef holds Binyamin back and not, does not let him return to Yaakov, Yaakov will not be able to uh, handle it. And uh, when he sees that Binyamin is not there, he ain't a nar, that the, the nar is not returning to him, v'meis, and he will die. So, v'diburim e'lu kulam nishmu hetiv la'ozne Yosef, v'nagulu lo'avacha la'yuchlas Yosef l'sapa v'gamer. And this speech was so powerful to Yosef, and it touched his heart, the love that Yehuda had for his brother, and the love that Yaakov had, he was not able to contain himself anymore, and he reveals his identity. So, how is he asking, is my father still alive? Meaning, in other words, the whole point of this parsha is Yehuda saying um, that if Binyamin does not return, Yaakov will die. So, obviously, Yaakov is still alive. Second of all, we don't find that he actually waited for an answer. He asks a question. And then he right away, uh, there's no answer. And right when he sees that his brothers are unable to answer him because they are embarrassed in front of him. So then he continues talking to them. He says, approach me. 
And he tells them how he became the ruler in the land of Mitzrayim. And he says, quickly go up to Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Canaan, and go to my father and bring him to Mitzrayim. So basically, once he tells them that he's Yosef and he asks the question, they get embarrassed and they don't answer him. So he approaches them and starts telling them, asks them questions, and he tells them about... Um, Actually, he does not tell them questions. He tells them how he became the ruler, and he tells them to go get their father. He never actually gets an answer of Oyve Vichai. Why not? So we must say that Yosef knew that his father was alive, and there was a different kavana hidden in these words, Oyve Vichai. He was not asking, is my father literally alive? He knew that he was alive. It was rather something else going on over there. R6. Don't try to give an answer and say, the truth is that the brothers did tell Yosef that Yaakov was still alive. It's just that the Pasuk doesn't bother telling us such details like we see in other places in Torah. Like we see in the earlier Parshas and Parshas Miket, when Yosef asks, is your father still alive? Is your brother still alive? Do you have a brother or father? That it doesn't say necessarily all the answers with all the details. So even though sometimes the Torah might do that, but in this situation, the Torah says clearly that the brothers were unable to answer. So clearly they did not give any answer because they were so embarrassed. So clearly they didn't say anything about Yaakov being alive. So why did he ask the question and why didn't he wait for the answer or push them to give an answer? Elamai's, as the Rebbe proves in the Pifnim, obviously they knew that he was yeah, Yosef knew that he was alive and he was really asking something else. Look at also uh, 8. He says, since um, Yosef tells him, go quickly and bring up my father from Mitzrayim, and he doesn't wait, he doesn't even know if it's pastures, he doesn't even know that his father is alive. Right? So, Elamai, it's a, it's, the Rebbe is explaining, it would be a deich to say that really, um, why was Yosef asking Oida Vichai? He was asking because he thought that maybe the brothers were lying. They wanted to get Binyamin back. But how are you going to get Binyamin back? By giving this whole emotional plea about their father not being able to survive with Binyamin. But the Rebbe says that's a deich to give such a shot because the Pasuk says that he tells them to go get my father. So A, remember, the brothers never answered if the father's alive. If Yosef really thought that the father was dead, why is he telling them to go get the father? Elamai, he really did know that he was alive. The Iker, he says, And the main reasoning uh, is because he already asked them in the previous parsha, is, is your father still alive? And they answered, Shalom, he's still alive. And at that point in time, they had no reason to lie to Yosef about their father being alive or not. So clearly, then, Yosef knew that he was alive. And he also knew that they weren't lying to him and trying to say that he's alive just to get Binyamin back because they didn't, in Parshish Mikates, they had no reason to lie because Binyamin wasn't taken as captive. He had, so that they, they, Yosef knew that Yaakov was alive, as we said in the Panim, and he's really just asking. There's something, a deeper question being asked over here. Sif base. Uh, so Barbara gives an interesting pure. She says, Yosef asked this question not really to clarify if Yaakov is alive. Rather, it was just to start a conversation with them. 
Because he knew that by telling them, revealing his identity, that he's Yosef, they become a bear. So therefore, he wanted to change the uh, topic and start discussing other nyanim. Therefore, pasach tchila b'shayla idus and therefore he asks about a question about the father. And his das was to actually ask additional questions about the family, but uh, he wasn't able to ask any more questions about the family because they just became totally, they weren't able to answer him because they were so embarrassed. But the purpose of Yosef asking was really just to start a conversation about the family and, you know, have something to talk about, to break the ice, in other words. So, so maybe we can say that Rashi also learns the pshat of the pasuk in this way, and he doesn't even need to tell us that pshat because Rashi already told us this idea earlier. Says that by Adam, after he sinned, Adam chava sinned with the Das, It says that Hashem came and asked him. Uh, uh, he was hiding, and Hashem says, "Ayaka, where are you, Adam? Ayaka." Rashi explains that, of course, Hashem knew where Adam was, but it was just to start a conversation with him so he should not become embarrassed. He needs to, in a sense, break the ice. And similarly, by the Pasuk, by Kain and Hevel, after Kain killed Hevel, Hashem asks him, Where is your brother Hevel? So obviously, Hashem knew that Hevel was dead. But he wanted to start a conversation to, to, to start a conversation with words of nachas, with calmer words. So Rashi relies on the pirish, these, these, this pirish that he already gave earlier in Parshish Barashas. And now that we're in Parshish Yigash, when Yosef says, he understands that it's just to start a conversation. But in our situation, this pshat doesn't work that well. He says, in our situation, after Yehuda gave such a lengthy description about the great pain and suffering Yaakov's uh, going to have by holding Binyamin in Mitzrayim, he should have started the conversation, he should have given an icebreaker about the other members of the family. To ask is just like, like a dumb question to ask. That's a whole conversation that we're talking about as our father. Why would you ask that? It should have been, oh, is, uh, you know, is our maid still alive? Is, is my nephew still alive? Is the other people of the family alive? Why start off with when the answer to that is, is clear from the conversation? It should have started with something that he didn't know yet if he just wanted to break the ice. Okay. So, so this is the answer. And this is actually the answer the Rebbe is going to stick, stick with. Um, he's going to give the answer, he's going to ask a few questions on it, and then he's going to answer those questions, and that, this will be the final answer. So, He says, we can say that the expression, is my father still alive? But the hey, it's not a question. Rather, it's what's called a rhetorical question. It's a wonder. It's, a, it's, a, it's an expression of astonishment. And as Rashi already explained this previously, therefore again, he's not going to explain it again in our parsha. By Kain's Hevel, Tashem, Eya Hevel He says, Am I my brother, Shaymer? 
So it wasn't a question asking Hashem, am I my brother's shame? It was a Lashon Temo, it was like an expression of astonishment, like why would you ask me? Not my responsibility. But oh, and there are many other examples of this. So similarly, in our situation, Yosef had a, uh, was astonished that, Ye- that his father was still alive. And therefore he's saying, wow, is my father still alive? And there is a difference between what happened by Cain and what happens with uh, Yehuda and Yosef. He says, the other places, the, he said, the Bereva Mekaymas, the question, in a sense, negates the belief or the notion, um, negates the notion. For example, by Cain, Cain saying, am I my brother's, uh, my brother Shemer, what he's trying to say, is he's negating the notion that he's his brother Shemer. And basically, he's trying to say, I'm not my brother Shemer, so how shall I know where Hevel is? But over here, this is a question or expression of astonishment, which remains. Meaning, Yosef knew that Yaakov was alive, but this idea awakens a, a sense of astonishment with him. But this is an astonishment which will remain, that he remains astonished. And, and, and the, the notion and the belief that Yaakov is alive remains. The belief that Kain would know where Hevel is and that Kain is his Shemer does not remain. He, he negated that idea. But it's like Rashi said earlier in the Pasuk, um, could, could someone who's 100 years old, like could Avram who's 100 years old, still give birth? And he says sometimes there are astonishments which remain, meaning it was an expression of, it uh, wasn't a question, it was just an expression of astonishment. Wow, I'm 100 years old and Avram will still be able to give a child. That's something which is really astonishing and amazing. But it wasn't something, he wasn't trying to negate that. Of course, if I'm 100 years old, I can't have a kid. Rather, it's Kayan, that I'm, it's an amazing idea that even though I'm 100 years old, I can still have a child. Okay. So that's the basics of the, of the, of the answer. That over here he's saying an expression of astonishment. But we need to, we have a few questions, and by answering these few questions, we'll understand it better. <clears throat> First of all, Yaakov was only 130 years old. Avram lived to 175, Yitzchak lived to 180. So what's the pala that Your grandfather, great grandfather, lived another 45 or 50 years, of course. There's no reason to assume that his genetics is any worse than his parents. What's the connection between that? And I'm Yosef. Is my father still alive? It's like there's no connection. He's astonished that his father's alive, but that's the first thing he says after he, he, he gives his identity. Like you're telling him, this is my identity. I'm Yosef, the big reveal. And at that moment, he wanted to express his astonishment that Yosef, that, Ye, that Yaakov is still alive. What, there doesn't seem like to be such a strong connection between these two ideas. And generally speaking, what was the pur- purpose of Yosef telling his brothers how astonished he is? And he does that the moment after he reveals his identity. Why is he telling his brothers that he's astonished? Like, why is that relevant to them? He says, if we wanted to say that he was trying to figure out if is Yaakov truly alive, therefore his main question is really, is my father still alive? 
um, right? And he's saying, I'm Yosef, and therefore is my father still alive? Like, this is something relevant to me. Like, I'm his son, I want to know if he's alive, and it fits. But since Yosef knew that Yaakov was alive, and saying was just an expression of astonishment, it was a rhetorical question. Why does he need to tell them this idea and express his astonishment to them the moment he tells them and reveals his identity that he's Yosef? Zivdal, Habir Rashi explained earlier, after Yaakov was notified that Yosef was killed by a wild animal, he says that he refused to be consoled. Rashi explains, A person is not unable to receive uh, consolation on somebody who's alive and he thinks he's dead. Because only on the dead individual is there a is there a decree from heaven that that individual should, should be forgotten from the heart, but not on someone who is alive. Therefore, Yaakov mourned over his child Yosef for many days because Yosef was really alive. So even though Yaakov thought that he was dead, but the truth is he was alive. Therefore, this divine decree that if someone passes away, you're able to be consoled, never happened by Yaakov. Therefore, he was never consoled for that entire period. Therefore, Yosef tells his brother, I'm Yosef. Therefore, right away there's a question. Since I am Yosef, is my father still alive? Since I am Yosef, it comes out that there for 22 years my father would have been mourning for me. Because again, Yosef knew that the Gezer of Shemaim, that, that the may should be forgotten from the heart, only implies if they're truly dead. But since I'm alive, that means Yaakov was never consoled about me. Especially over here, that this was an Avelis that happened for a great love. Because we know that Yosef was his favorite of all the children. This is an astonishing level of pain, which is not common at all. Therefore, it's, it's astonishing how Yaakov was able to contain such a great pain for so many years and he still remains alive. Now we understand why Yosef had to express this astonishment in front of his brothers. Because this was the prefix for his stress for him stressing to his brothers, quickly go down and bring Yaakov to Mitzrayim. This idea of being quick, we don't just see that in the command that Yosef told his brothers to quickly go up and get my father. In order to let Yaakov know as soon as possible the good news that Yosef is still alive and therefore he um, would stop having Tsar. It wasn't just to notify his father, but it was also very important he was telling them to quickly go down, uh, quickly go up to Eretz Knan, and then quickly bring him and come back down here to Mitzrayim. Because this is something which is is Even after such a terrible pain, after there, uh, Yaakov needed to see Yosef right away. 
So even though the Pasuk says that when Yosef, Yaakov was notified that Yosef is still alive, that his spirit was revived, but nonetheless, that wasn't enough. After such a terrible pain, he needed to actually see his son, and therefore he tells him, go quickly and let me see them. So now we understand, ultimately answers all the questions. First of all, Yosef Taka didn't know that Yaakov was still alive. And he was asking Eid of Yichai, as we say, an expression of an astonishment. So the question is, why was he so astonished if he's only, uh, Yaakov's only 130 years old? The reason is because Ani Yosef. Since I am Yosef, that means he was mourning for me for 130 years, uh, for 22 years, which, with, with a great, terrible tsar. So how could he still be alive? And that answers question two, why did he tell them that the moment after he says Ani Yosef, uh, sorry, the question number two is, yeah, Ani Yosef, it's because it's connected. It's Dafka by seeing Ani Yosef, I am Yosef, therefore how could it be that my father contains such a great tsar? And then the third question is, why is he notifying this to his brothers about his uh, astonishment? It's because he wants his brothers to quickly go down to, to Eretz Canaan and to get the father uh, and bring the father to Mitzrayim because it's literally Sikhanis Lafashis. Sifhei. Now we can understand the, the lengthy lashon, the lengthy speech that Yosef gave to, his, to the other Shvatim. He tells them three times, he tells them quickly go down, go up and get my father. And he says three times that I was sent as a michia, I was a sent a, a God sent me to, to sustain you. God has sent me in front of you. You didn't You didn't send me here, rather God sent me. Why is Yosef repeating three times about that he is a shliach of Hashem uh, in Mitzrayim? And it wasn't the brothers sending him to Mitzrayim, it was actually Hashem's plan. The reasoning is, Since every moment, that Yaakov was not seeing Yosef, was literally at Chashash, as the Kanis then the Kasha, there's a very strong question. How was Yosef satisfied with the command to the Shvatim, quickly go up to my father, meaning is that they should go up to Eretz Yisrael and bring Yaakov to Mitzrayim. Hare, hare. Yosef himself should have gone right away to see his father. He says, in addition to that, he should really be going to his father. Especially since, as we said, it needed to be done very quickly because Yaakov was very old. So Aydezeh would have made everything happen a lot quicker. So for instance, why isn't Yosef going down to Yaakov? Kevan, Shabachol Ragash, Ein Yaakov, Pegash, Yosef, Re'ehu, Hayazeh, Shash, Sulkanas, Tafashis. Sorry, next paragraph. Vezeh, Shmiya, Yosef, Vama, Shahiktim, with Gasha, Kamapamim, Shemsoy, Mitzrayim, Hu, Loi, Bichirasa, Ratzayna, Elam, Yitzayat, Inishachan, Elakim. This is the reason why Yosef kept on repeating it. And stressing many times that this that he's in Mitzrayim is not with his own his own choice and by his own will, rather it's because God sent me here. He was sent by Hashem to um, to feed the entire nation, 
And therefore, he did not have any wishes to go from there. So even though he wanted to and it's not keep it up, he should have gone. It was just kind of suffocious. But he wasn't able to because he had a responsibility to Hashem to basically take care of the entire nation. And another Indian over here. And the idea of him telling them to quickly go down to my father. So the first explanation we gave was because of the Indian of Sakonis the Fascist. That's why he's telling them to quickly go. But there's another idea here too. We said earlier that the 22 years that Yaakov had a velus over his son Yosef was because he did not fulfill the kibbutz of Aim. That Yaakov did not fulfill kibbutz of Aim when he was in the house of Lavan to Yitzchak. He says, since the 22 years are finished, therefore he tells the Shatim, you need to go quickly. The time of punishment is done. You need to conduct yourself in a way that you didn't, that, like it says by the Gula, that Hashem will not hold us back even like the blinking of an eye. So he's saying, since the punishment is over, the punishment has to be over right away. The time is up for punishment. So within that moment that the punishment is, uh, shouldn't be there anymore, we got to remove it. So the punishment stays only as long as it's supposed to be there, not a second longer. Therefore, he says, you've got to go quickly to tell Yaakov. Now, according to this idea, you can also understand why Yosef tells them, go up quickly to my father, not our father. In addition to the uh, one, one idea, it is because the pain was connected to Yosef. Means why should you go up quickly to my father? It's because it's my father, and he, and he hasn't seen me in twenty-two years. So that's one idea over there. That has to do with the tsara. He's also hinting to them that the reason they need to go quickly because at now only at this point. Is Yosef able to fulfill Kibbutz Abba'im again? Because the 22 years of punishment have been finished. So the brothers worked Mekayim Kibbutz Ab for those 22 years. But Yosef wasn't able to. So he's telling them, Maharu Ba'alu Avi, go to my father. Why is he stressing the idea of Avi? So Maharu Ba'alu would have just said, go quickly because the time of my father's punishment, our father's punishment is done. So he shouldn't be punished even for, have any tsar even for a moment longer. But he's stressing also Avi to say is that I have an obligation, now that the 20 years is over, I have an obligation to do Kibbutz So therefore, quickly go to my father and bring him here so we, I, can, I can fulfill that Kibbutz So we can also learn a lesson of Vedas Sometimes you need to conduct yourself in a way of Tzmol Deicha. The left hand pushes away, which is the idea of Gvura, the idea of punishment. He needs to know, and he needs to be very careful not to use this mida more than what's needed. And at the moment that you do not need to use this attribute of dechia and gevura, then you need to conduct yourself very quickly and switch over back to the kab of chesed akir that yamin mikarevis, the right hand brings close. Meaning the idea of yamin mikarevis, that's the default, how you're always supposed to be. Certain times you might need small daicha. So you use it to the exactly as much as you need it, but not even a moment longer than that. Than that.